All right, everybody, we are live. This is the first episode I'm really filming of Alan Roberts Uncensored, where I have a guest on. I filmed a few other things, uh, such as I went over the entire talking points of an article that's on the NIH website that I do believe you guys should check out. And I also talked about numbers from the CDC that show that all of everything we've gone through is complete bullshit. Um, but the idea I had by Alan Roberts Uncensored is so we could start having real conversations without the threat of it being suppressed or deleted. And while I did see that many, uh, uh, many um, social media outlets make you speak in code and talk in different ways and avoid certain words and stuff like that, um, I do really notice that Spotify may slap a label on it, but Spotify allows you to have these conversations and allows uh, people to have be having the taboo type of things that aren't allowed on things like TikTok and Twitter, especially Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and YouTube does a very, very good job of also uh, deleting channel. I've had like several channels deleted there. But um, one of the places that I talk about fairly often on my other channel is TikTok. And I have like kind of got a love-hate relationship with it because I find it to be kind of this crazy place. But, um, and I've had Every time I go viral, I, I, I lose a channel. Like I've had channels go from 10,000 subscribers to 120 in one day and then deleted the next day. Um, and this, uh, her, this young lady's name is Abby. She goes by Party of Logic. And every time I get a new channel, yours is one of the first ones I go follow again. <laughs> uh, because I really enjoy your content and I think we have a lot in common. So I wanted you to introduce yourself, tell people where they can find you. And then I would just think we can kind of have a random conversation about yeah. what got you to be in the Party of Logic. Yeah, it's really funny. So yeah, I go by Party of Logic. It's funny, when I started my TikTok, I honestly got on it because my teenagers were on it. I just kind of wanted to see what the app was about. And at that time, there was a lot of like just trendy, funny pranks and videos of people dancing. And I just kind of used mm -hmm. it for entertainment. And then about a year and a half ago, I did a video. It was obviously during the pandemic. And I did a video questioning about what HIPAA was. And it got over a million views. And I'm telling you, my videos got like a like hundred. And so mm -hmm. when I did this video and I got a million, I was like, what? And then I did a few follow-up videos, finding out some of the information that I had found out. And there was a lot of confusion about HIPAA when it was coming out because it was about vaccination cards. And mm -hmm. the funny thing is literally three, four years ago, I hated politics, like absolutely yeah. hated. I did, my husband's a history teacher in high school. And I, every time we would talk about history or politics at parties or at home, I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. And now he doesn't, he, we literally have reversed where I, I want to talk about stuff at home. And he's like, eh, I don't want to talk about it. So yeah, I, so my, my handle was actually mom and MC because our, the town I live in, the initials are MC. And after that, and it started to explode and my content changed, I started, I st became part of the logic. And then when I got to, I knew it was going to happen. When I got over a hundred thousand followers, my TikTok got taken down. And I, I really started to think well, maybe I shouldn't do this. And then I thought, you know, during the pandemic, I really felt like my, I got my voice, but I kind of, kind of not a dark place, but I just kind of felt like, gosh, because when the pandemic happened, we were on a cruise ship and we didn't have, right. You too. So yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. We were on a <laughs> Disney cruise and I, I didn't know what was happening because we didn't have internet service. So every time we would dock, I would, my, my phone would be inundated with like, Oh my gosh, are you okay? Are you quarantined? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And <laughs> then when I started getting messages from people saying um, that schools are being shut down and things were, and I'm like, Oh, I swear to God, Alan, I was like, Oh, Americans aren't going to do this. There's no way they're going to fight back. And they're going to say, fuck you. There's no way you're going to shut down my business. I'm like, us Americans are not going to take this. And, and what, where are we at? Two years later, we're still taking it. And I'm like, where are, what is happening? What is happening? So, um, so anyway, yeah. 
So I my after a hundred thousand followers, I got uh, that got taken down. I thought maybe I shouldn't do this, but um, I just kind of felt like it was a way for my voice to be heard. And so okay. then I came, I, I still kept party of logic, but I kind of had, I was party of common sense and it just didn't work out. And then that got taken down because there was a local person here. That's a whole other story that didn't like me. And she kind of got a crew to report my videos. And then I just kind of stayed with like party of logic, but kind of changed it every time I got taken down. Right. And then I had like 60,000, I got taken down. So now I'm on my fourth account. So yeah. And after she, after she started attacking me, cause she attacks me locally on social media, um, it kind of got a fire under my butt and you talked about where else you can find me. I, then I, I really only was on for party of logic. I really was only on TikTok. So then I started a merch store where it's on Printify and you can find it on TikTok under my, um, under my link in my bio. And then I started a, a party of logic on Twitter. I did, and I, I really don't do a lot on there. I just kind of post stuff from TikTok and I download it onto there mm-hmm. and I probably should do more, but on Twitter and Instagram and on, um, I don't do a lot on rumble, but I do have an account there and I just post everything on other social medias, just straight from TikTok. I should probably try to do other stuff, um, to get kind of mm-hmm. different, but yeah, so that's how it started. And I listen, I voted for Obama. I, I caucused for Hillary. And when Trump wow. was elected, I know, I know. And when Trump was elected, my husband, we've been together for 21 years. I was in our basement when the election results came in and I was sobbing like, oh, my God, our country is going to like our country is going to be it's ruined. It's ruined. And I didn't want all these other countries to think that he represented us. And I thought this was going to be the demise of America. And literally, I'm not kidding you, Alan, this sounds so cliche, but what our country is now today is what I thought Trump was going to do to our country. Same. Like uh, you said, the cruise ship thing. The funny thing is I was, we were on very different cruises. You were on a Disney cruise. I was on uh, like a country (laughs) rap cruise with like a bunch of like getting getting hammered with a bunch of people. And at the time I had a decent social media following. It was called Every Damn Day Fitness. Uh, And my, my main YouTube channel is just called Alan Roberts now, but it's the same one. I just changed the name and I'm, I'm in Mexico uh, having like a waitress pour shots of tequila down my, me and my wife and my son's throats, you know, and like that. We get back on the boat, I'm half ripped. And uh, like people are sending me messages because you're connected to Wi Fi because we're in Cosmo, Mexico. And they're like, Are you going to be able to make it back in the country? I'm like, What the fuck are you talking about? Right. You know, like, I mean, people, and they were like, People, they're talking about curfews and this, that. And I was like, So I, I posted something drunk, <laughs> but I posted something where I was like, You know, people are talking about you know, curfews and shit like that. And last I checked, the government's not my mom and I'm not 14. So fuck a curfew. Right. Uh, and I warned people like, cause I've always been a constitutionalist, even though I voted Democrat for a, a huge portion of, of my life. Uh, I've always been a constitutionalist. And I was like, you got to remember that given rights away, they normally have to fought to get back for. Um, and I, I voted for Obama twice, woefully, woefully uh, disappointed in Obama just extremely disappointed. And I voted against Trump. I didn't necessarily vote for Hillary, but I voted against Trump because I was under the understanding that maybe we shouldn't have people that there are, that there are their own uh, uh, special interest groups. Because when you're a billionaire, you are your mm. own special interest group. Right. Maybe we shouldn't right. elect those, right? Right. And I'd be the first one to admit I was super fucking wrong. Like, I mean, like the, econo- the economy was crushing it. Um, and, uh, world peace was very nice too. Uh, I think where he, I, th- I think where he, I think where he let us down the most was, um, he was not the steward of our constitutional rights that the president of the United States should be, mm-hmm. um, where, when he, when initially, when we had the 15 days to sell the spread, I was like, 
you cannot order the American people to stay in. It is not even like you do right. not even have at no point in time, not even under a state of emergency, do you have the authority to override the Constitution, you know? Right. And uh, I found that to be crazy. And I got canceled like a motherfucker, uh, like for like from from all sorts of people. And I also worked in healthcare for a long time. So I was I even helped write public health policy for several counties in the United States. Right. So I'm familiar with viral outbreaks. Now, I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but like the procedures for masks are well known. Uh, The procedures for uh, testing out new vaccines are extremely well known. And I was like, are you people out of your fucking minds? It's a cold. Like, right. look at the numbers. Like, this is this is killing the people that viruses kill. This is killing right. old people and fat, pe- and fat right. people, you know? Right. And uh, we should warn them was my stance. That, right. So right away, so we had friends across the street that kind of at least kept us sane. They were a lot more protective than we were. Like, right away, they didn't want to hang out with us when we got home because we were on a cruise ship, which, you know, and, and fear makes people do crazy things. So, but yeah. after those two weeks were over, we hung out with each other a lot. For me, I'm a very like black and white person and the numbers were not making sense to me. I was reading the same stuff everybody else was reading. I'd stay away from mainstream media. I was not watching CNN. I wasn't watching Fox either. Everyone's like, oh, you're, oh, you're Foxer. I, I wasn't reading anything. I was reading concrete information that I was finding myself. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this isn't making sense to me. Yes, I think that we should protect the, the vulnerable, right? The people who are immune compromised and the people that were that, that they were elderly. But what I was, was always bothering me, and I'm not this huge health nut, but this will always bothered me was the only thing that protected you was to stay inside and away from other people. They weren't talking about vitamin D. They weren't talking about exercise. They weren't talking about eating healthy. They weren't talking about all the other things that keep you healthy, not just from the vid, but from everything from like viral things, from diabetes, from heart disease, from obesity. They weren't talking about anything else. And the same thing with the vaccination. The only thing to keep you from the vid, from getting the vid is the vaccination. And I'm like, listen, the fact that you weren't giving them any other information that that spoke volumes to me and it really that bothered me from the get-go and i and that that's what spoke alarms to me that there was that there there were several things where like in early february there were they 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 knew it was fat people and old people like there was articles about it from italy and china and then people started saying like well we don't want to be italy like well we're not going to be italy you know because like they have a 30% smoking rate. We don't. They have the oldest population in Europe, you know, um, and they have the most multi-generational homes. So young people who uh, you might just get a mild cold are coming home to the elderly people and killing them off. And people are like, well, their their healthcare system is failing. We don't want their healthcare system to fail. People completely ignored that their healthcare system literally failed in 2018. The flu of 1718 caused people caused more death in Italy than COVID. Just statistically, and that we weren't talking about this, and you know, people were acting like getting it was hor- like was like was a death sentence. And I'm right. like, equal death, COVID equal yeah. death. I never understood that. It's just insane. Like it's a cold, you know. Right. Like, and this is a cold virus. Right. The one thing, and I, I'm going to ask you this: What was the turning point where you knew it was all bullshit? Because I will tell you mine. Mine was when they sent college kids home. When, when they when they announced like, because here's here's a group of kids that have been together for, you know, a good portion of a year, right? From all different parts of the country, crawling all over each other, doing college kids shit, you know? Um, We somehow thought like, well, the virus just got here in February. To think we actually found patient zero in America is rather fucking ignorant. I mean, it's just so dumb. It's it's amazing, you know, like, 
Uh, it's pro- and now we, we know that studies show that it was in here at the very latest uh, October, November. Right, in the fall. Year, right, right, right. So these kids have already been exposed for the right. most part, right? Right. Crawling all over each other, everything like that. They just went to spring break, crawled all over other college kids right. that right. from other places, and then all came back together. So they've literally, like, this is, this is an exercise in how to spread the virus, which, in fact, for this demographic, is a very good thing because then they gain natural immunity quickly. Right. It actually really, you know, gets the pathogen out of the right. environment decently quickly. That's fine. But then instead of having them shelter in place, we didn't start two weeks to slow the spread until after we sent them home to their middle-aged parents and elderly grandparents. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a dispersal method. <laughs> like what the fuck? Right. That's right. literally a dispersal method, right. you know? Right. But that was, that was when I, I looked at my wife and I was like, it's, I was like, they're literally trying to take our liberty from us. So two there. things. One, it's interesting you said that. So um, there's a daycare. This is not right away when it happened, but like last summer, I think there was an outbreak in one of our daycares and they sent everybody home for two weeks. And I, one of my friends who's a physician said, and her daughter went to went to that daycare. She said, that's literally the wrong thing to do. The best thing to do is to keep that daycare open because you just send all those daycare kids home. And some of those parents have to ask their their friends or their family or their grandparents to watch those kids. So now that just went out everywhere. They've already been together. They've already been to this mm-hmm. daycare, and who knows how it's already infected everybody. So it should it shouldn't they shouldn't have done that. Um, you're not. I don't know if you're going to believe this or not. And you can ask my husband and you can ask our friends. I never believed. I always thought it was bullshit from the get go. When we were on the cruise ship, I'm like, this is bullshit. My friend Holly, she was calling me on the ship, and I'm like, Holly, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Our friend who picked us up from the airport from the cruise ship, I'm like, this is. Bullshit bullshit. Like all of this is bullshit. I hundred percent never believe it, but I never could say it because right away everyone's like, Oh, you're, you're so selfish. You're so, you know, for the get go, if you ever didn't fall for this and you didn't care about other people. So yeah. I kind of was quiet about it, but my inner circle knew I always thought this was stuff was bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I just, my, my thought process was, and I've said this before, and this is what I think this is where some people get really upset with me is we predicted it was going to kill like 2.5 million Americans, right? Like that prediction, like I looked at the model. I'm like, this is, this is not based in reality. Right. Right. But I did say if it was 10 times that it's still not enough to fucking take our Liberty away. Like, well, right. My husband, and I'm not going to say it as clear as he is, but if, if you're going to change, you know, take away your liberties or change the constitution because of a state of emergency or because then you're always going to be in a state of emergency. You're always going to find reasons to take people's freedoms away. And so I don't think that should ever be changed. I don't think you should ever find, you should ever use a state of emergency or like, like COVID. You should, to say, to tell somebody's private business that they have to shut down, I never was okay with that. Yeah. Let them, let them decide if they should and let other people decide if they should go frequent their business. I don't under, I, I honestly, I don't understand how that was even legal. I don't understand how it was legal for businesses to say, for a government to tell a private business that they should open or not. I don't. Well, it's, it's the suspension of rights. Like that's, that here, here's what, here's why they, they've kind of both lost me. Like both the Republicans and Democrats have both have lost me together because the Republicans should have fought harder uh, for the like, de- like I, I, I voted for Trump in 2020. I'm perfectly proud to admit that. And here's why I'm proud people. It's not because Donald Trump is some great man. Although again, world peace was pretty fucking nice and the economy was raging. It was amazingly good. Right. Um, I'm not going to ever vote for somebody who runs on a platform of taking my way, my fucking rights and mandating shit. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, I frankly think that it's a travesty that anybody that says, well, I might, I might mandate people wear masks. 
And frankly, for them to even be in public office is a disgrace to the United States of America. Um, and I'm sorry if that offends people, but I'm not sorry uh, because that's like kind of me. And uh, and then the concept of where it just got even darker in 2021. Uh, in 2020, when it, when Trump announced operational warp speed to get the uh, the vaccine together, I I was on record like it's fucking cold. I'm not. I, I mm-hmm. you, you know. You, you you can inject that into me when I'm already a corpse, just to say, just to check a box. But you're gonna have to kill me first. Because well, and we no can talk about way. yeah. I mean, there's a, so many other, and I don't even want to say conspiracies because again, I I did a video. I literally did a video that said, "What's the difference between conspiracy and truth?" Give or take six months, because yep. even like the tests, the COVID tests, those they, they were testing not just COVID nineteen; they were just testing coronaviruses, which is a common cold, right? So like that was wrong. And then the the, the literally the shots right now are the same serum; they're the same chemical; they're the same thing that was for the original COVID nineteen, which no longer exists anymore. So mm-hmm. like there's, and, and then again we talk about people who died of COVID nineteen and, and died with COVID-19, they're the same, they're saying they're the same thing because you got money, the the, the hospitals got money and the funeral homes. Like I, I, we literally had a friend who they said they put COVID-19 as the cause of death because they got $10,000 towards their funeral. If they said they died of COVID-19, not with COVID-19. So there's so many, there's so many things like that. Right. So I don't believe that's a true number anyway of dying of yeah. COVID-19. So like just that will no, I don't think we'll ever get that true number to begin with. So I, and and again, I agree with you. I think like COVID nineteen is is or COVID is just is just a cold. I I, I have a friend whose whose wife they, they just got COVID and they were like since when COVID started, we're we're talking like she was OCD, wiped down her groceries, da da. And two years later, now they got COVID, which I find really interesting. And I at first before I said anything, I said, "So how bad is it?" And he's like, "It's just a cold." And I'm like. I know, like that's yeah. what it was. Now, don't get me wrong. There's people who died of it. There's also people who died of the flu. What I find really interesting is I've never gotten the flu vaccine. It's not because I'm politically against it. To begin with, I was just usually lazy. And then I ended up not ever getting the flu. So I was like, oh, I'm just not going to get it anymore. It was just, But no one was ever angry at me for not getting the flu vaccine. And people died mm-hmm. of the flu. So I don't yeah. understand why people are angry at me for not getting it. was all a marketing scheme. It was all, yep. I, I don't know if you're, if you're not ever angry at me for not getting the flu vaccine, you should never get me get angry at me for not getting the vaccine for the, for the bed. It's well, simple as the that. Peop- I think the people that are so happy about like, you know, like the whole people like, well, you anti-vaxxers, like they were trying to extricate, extricate us from society. Like if you didn't get the vaccine, they were trying to like kick us out of society. Like these are the people whose lives did not change much during lockdown. Like people that were already introverts, people that already fucking stayed in a lot, people that were already treating their, themselves poorly. Like I was getting lectured. Like I do talk a lot about obesity because that's my main business. I was being lectured by people like you just don't give a shit about people's health. Like as they're smoking and yeah. overweight. Yeah, it's 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 insanity, you know. Isn't the number and, uh, one uh, cause of um, death heart disease and the number one cause of heart disease obesity? If we counted, if we counted obesity deaths the same way we counted COVID deaths, like if like oven with, right? If we counted that because the same way for every like comorbidity that that obesity leads to, it would be in the millions a year, like millions. Like, and to to be real, the rate of death by uh, by COVID in the first year it was in the United States that in 2020 was less than the people that died from straight obesity. It was only like 290 some thousand thousand people when in fact, uh, like 350 to 400,000 people die every year with the cause listed as obesity. 
to the point where even now with the massively inflated number for COVID, obesity still kills as many people, if not more, a year than than, than COVID. And to me, like it's 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 a like the huge issue with burdening the healthcare system. I heard that before too, mm-hmm. where I worked in healthcare. People are like, oh my God, we're ninety five percent capacity with ICUs. Like you dumb fucks. First of all, bed is beds are a number of staffing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. two, not what it, I have personally, when I was a, a an executive for healthcare, had to fire somebody for consistently running their unit at under ninety percent. Their budgetary goal was over ninety percent, and they consistently for like a year were under ninety percent. And we fired that person. Like they are designed for profit to be full at all times. So when they, like none of the arguments they were using mattered, but yet if you said anything about it, like if you brought presented fact about it, social media banned you, blocked you, suppressed you and stuff like that. Right. So it's this big consortium of like, they're suppressing this on purpose. Right. Well, when you see how many pharma dollars are taken by the media and politicians and hospitals, it, it no wonder we're not even talking about natural immunity and health. Right. You know? Right. Right. Uh, and that's one thing I I do. So I, although it's kind of a crazy to say, I I do think that this is crazy to say. I do think it's probably a good thing that Biden was elected. The silver lining of, of Biden getting elected is he does have the lowest approval rating since approval ratings have been started. And I mm-hmm. think that people's eyes wouldn't have been opened had Trump been elected. Right. There's they still would have been Trump was the devil, which they still are saying. But I think like a lot of people's eyes that had not been opened would not have been open, for example, like mine. I think that I've really started to look at more holistic things. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't a purpose for Western medicine. It's not saying that there isn't things that I... I start to think a little bit more of what I'm putting into my body and why I'm putting mm-hmm. it. I don't just automatically when the doctor says, do this, I'm like, okay, I start mm-hmm. to take a little bit of step back and be like, all right, is this needed? Do I need to do this? I think there's a lot of people that are starting to look at things that are a little more natural things because we used to do that, right? Everything did come from nature. And then we had this Western medicine movement that was just like infiltrated by people who had a lot of money. And then there are all these schoolings. For, for, for doctors and that's all we did and all the people who were doing holistic stuff and natural stuff were like crazy kooks and now we're going yeah. back to a little more organic and trying to figure that out and I think there is a I think there I think they can work together and I think that a lot of people are, are, are starting to do that more and I do think that people are starting to question things a little bit more not just with holistic stuff and medicine but I think with just like with Biden and like like oh my gosh this I know this has nothing to do with COVID and we're talking a little bit about COVID but Let's just talk about like electric cars. They're doing rollouts, energy, electricity rollouts all over the nation. Not just, I used to do it in California all the time, but now I've seen it in Wisconsin. I've seen it all over the nation because their electricity grid cannot, electrical grid cannot withstand all the like people using with right. all the heat and the electric. So how are we going to plug in these electric cars every night that you guys want us all to drive? How are we going to sustain those cars when we don't even have half of Americans, not even a third of them, not even a quarter of the Americans driving them? How are we going to sustain that when we can't even keep our air conditioners on and our regular electricity? Like, I just find it. So anyway, I think that people are starting their eyes are starting to be opened a little more. Had Trump been elected, I don't think their eyes would have been opened. Does that make sense? 
It makes a lot of sense. And I, I've pointed this out multiple times. Even you know, I'll, I'll, get, to, I'll get to your points because I totally agree with you there too. But the, the even, even with the vaccine, like people, people, I will point out that a lot of people that even back Trump are like, I'm not fucking taking it. You know what I mean? Like, because a lot more people that back Trump are very, what I would consider more... The, the the, libertar- the libertarians and the middle of the road people and the people that just believe in the constitution were definitely leaning more right, excuse me, uh, in 2020, no doubt. Like every libertarian I know that and every constitutionalist I know voted the way I voted. Um, and I, I, I think where he let people down again was how he still kept perfect, like talking about this, this thing, this vaccine when they were trying to force it on people. But I do the, 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 the electric car thing, what I find is just egregious. Like, and don't get me wrong, I'm not. I don't hate Elon Musk. I don't trust Elon Musk. I hope he buys Twitter and restores free speech. Blah blah blah. All that bullshit. But uh, lithium batteries, the the mining the lithium for for cars fucks <laughs> up the fucking environment. I don't know we're, why we're, no one's talking about it. Way 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 fucking worse than than, than mining natural resources. Right. And what do they do? Like and all the once that it's used, once it's you know deteriorated, done. There's no, what do you do with them? They're just you, waste. You know, I mean, they, you still have to, uh, you know, you still have to power these things with mostly coal. Uh, m- m- most of the country power plants still run on coal. Uh, we were energy independent, you know, at, at the beginning of 2020 or, or at the beginning of 2021. And now we're not. Um, that's a travesty. That's why fuel prices are so high. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. When we went from being completely energy independent, not having to get energy from anybody else, to all of a sudden then, uh, you know, buying oil. Like, I still don't understand the premise that we're buying oil and natural gas and all sorts of stuff from other countries when we could do it ourselves. Like, we're not going to do it here, but it's okay that they do it because we don't live on the same planet, apparently. Fucking up the planet much, doesn't happen if we were And then how much gas there. are we spending, are we using to get it here? I mean, and, right. all, and the, the hypocrisy of all the politicians using their private jets to go talk about how we need to save the earth. Yeah. Like, just... Right. I was going to do a whole series about it because also, I don't know if you know, like we have a lot of it on the Midwest and Iowa, we have a lot of windmills that are supposed mm-hmm. to like collect, you know, the natural wind over 90% of the energy that they collect doesn't stay here. It was a, it was a bill. We were, we were sold a bill of goods that we thought that this was the energy was going to stay here or we were going to sell it and we were going to benefit from it. And the um, environmental uh, I don't know, cause like it's, it's vibrating the ground and it's actually ruining our soil. It's ruining the farm life for the animals. The oil that it's leaking is crazy for our ground. It, and then when they actually it deteriorates and it can't be used anymore, there's nothing to do with these. They're enormous. They're actually enormous. Yeah. We have nowhere to put them. They're waste. Yeah. But so no one's even talking about that. It makes it sound good like, oh, we're using the natural wind. But then we have this huge atrocity that's leaking oil and doing damage to our farm life. And no one's talking about it. Well, there's a couple of things like that, like, and I always present this, like, you know, they could if they tried, like, there's been several people that have developed the a hydrogen running car, like the cars that run on fucking water, right? They miraculously end up dead. Uh, these people, <laughs> like, I mean, like, I, I will tell you this, I would not ever announce it if I fucking built one. Of right. Those just drive it. Yeah. Just, just drive it. And then be like, I'm just going to sell this on the low, low, <laughs> right. uh, you know, because my like, kids, holy my family. fuck. Yeah. yeah, no shit. Like, um, but uh, one of the biggest things that we don't talk about enough is how our original founding father, and I, 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 it sounds weird because I think they had so much right. They had a lot wrong, like the whole slavery thing. Very, very, very bad. Uh, but hemp was a big thing back then. 
And uh, hemp bio, hemp, a lot of people don't know this. Hemp biodiesel is what the diesel engine was actually originally made to run on. Uh, and when big industry made hemp illegal, and the reason why marijuana is illegal is because hemp uh, it became illegal because Andrew Carnegie and a few other people got together because they were creating rayon. And right when the, uh, it's called a, I think it's called a, uh, it's articulator or something. It's, it's, it's a machine that actually pulls apart a hemp plant and breaks it down into the seeds, breaks it down to this. It made it much easier to make fiber, much easier to make biodiesel and everything like that from because you were able to separate the parts about it. Um, we could easily switch over a lot of this farmland, especially the farmland that we grow sugar on, which I don't understand why we subsidize the sugar industry when it's killing so many people. But uh, we could switch to... Uh, Growing hemp, it would create millions of fucking jobs. It grows in almost every climate in the United States very easily. It's a fucking weed. I mean, that's, they call it weed for a reason. But hemp, the non, uh, the hemp, hemp is medicine uh, that can be grown at home. Hemp is fuel. It is you can you can create building materials. There, there's a thing called hemp creep that is durable. It, it it helps. It helps. It's very efficient. And we could start switching over in part to at least biodiesel. Uh, that we grow in America. Like I, I did a whole thing on my YouTube channel about like my Green New Deal, like what I would do if what I would do if I was, I do these things if I was in office as if I'm fucking electable. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm unelectable. But, um, but uh, and one of them was that my, my Green New Deal would be that, you know, we switch to hemp biodiesel and hemp grown by family farms gets zero percent tax. Uh, you know, like they're, 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 they're not taxed on their sale. They're not taxed on anything. Uh, and it creates jobs and anybody that works for them is also taxed zero. Um, if we're going to be creating money just out of fucking no place, I don't know why we have to pay taxes. They can just create money. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, but especially like if it's a multinational corporation, they can pay the brunt of the taxes versus family owned farms. We need to bring the money back into the, back to the local economies. So basically a family owned farm in an area the money is spent there and stays there instead of being shuffled every place else. And I just found it kind of crazy that we are now thinking about everybody needs to own a lithium battery based vehicle versus why would we not just stick with comb normal combustion that we can control? Like we are not in a place like the, the push for climate change and everything like that, which there's no fucking, I'm sorry, but like, there's no, there, there's no reason for us to be destroying the fucking country to try to fucking chase. There's no climate crisis. Just as your husband said, and you, you repeated, we're going to have emergencies. As, like, as long as they think they can keep us suppressed by declaring an emergency, they'll declare a climate we'll emergency. We'll always next. be in a state of emergency. Yeah. 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 Like, so, so going back to the Democratic thing, like, because like you said, you're like more of a libertarian and I said I was a Democrat. My husband said I was a closet conservative. Um, but there are things that I believe that are Democrat and there's are, are, are things that I sway, you know, uh, not sway because conservative. What are things that you not believe democratically, but that you see democratically that you see on the Democratic that you kind of lean Democrat? There's less and less now because I am very much on the on the stance that my views have not changed that much. The Democrats have just okay, right? Like crazy. that that Elon Musk that that cartoon, yeah. right? Yeah. Like that we we've yeah. kind of been central and they've gotten further, further, further left with the yeah, and, and it's so right. true. I mean, it's just so right. incredibly true. Right. Um, I'm I'm a very I'm a very big believer in self in self accountability, equal rights, that sort of thing. 
Um, I used to be like, an, until I got into the healthcare industry, I know this just sounds fucking crazy. I, I believed in universal healthcare. I don't now because universal healthcare would also require uh, personal responsibility and we're a, a society that's completely lacks in it. Um, I believe in the complete legalization of, of drugs. Like I really do in personal. And I believe I'm a huge believer in personal responsibility. So if you fuck up your life through chronic systemic lifestyle choices, you can pay for it. I don't understand right. why I have to, you know, um, I, uh, the, the things that as I've educated myself more and I've, I've seen how, uh, I've seen how the Democrats have twisted, uh, so many things. It's hard to say that, that, you know, like I've, I like, I believed in gay marriage before the Democrats did. Like I, a lot of people don't remember this, but Obama was against gay marriage. Uh, yeah, there's quote him and a Bi Biden have said it's between a man and a woman. I find that really yeah. interesting that you've yeah. never seen Trump say that ever. Never, never. I mean, what people need to get is that like Trump, it was is actually a very, very serious centrist mm -hmm. uh, who is a businessman. You know, um, when they were like when they were saying Trump was a racist, like his I and I that's when that's when the Democrats lost me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, because like, I was like, his best friend's Herschel Walker. Like, like, I mean, he, like they've had a like 35 year fucking friendship. Right. Like, right. I think, I think he's Christian Walker who is a gay black man's, I think he's his godfather or something like right. that. Like, it's right. like, what the fuck's wrong with you people? Like, it's such he's an a, easy, he, I think they, I think the Democrats, right. I think that it's so when they name call, when they immediately, and that's what's happened to me here locally. Whoop. Are you there? They say all these awful things and then they, they're done here. And I think um, one thing that I was going to ask you is, again, I'm not a try hate when they say Trumper, because I, even though I voted for Trump in the last election, doesn't mean like I'm a huge Trump fan. I liked how right. uh, like uh, what opened my eyes is like, OK, like I said, I was devastated when he was elected. And then a year, year and a half into his presidency, I kind of looked around. And I was like, well, wait a second. My life hasn't imploded. Like, wait a second. Yeah. Let me take a step back and really look at what's going on. And what would happen is I would, I would see one of his speeches and then I would see how the news reran what he actually said and only took parts of it and edited it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's not, that's not what he said. And that's not, that's, right. that was taken out of context, whatever. But one of the things that often is said by Democrats, that really makes me angry. is they're like, if you're for Trump, you're a racist, or if you're for Trump, you're not for human rights. And I want, I always want to, I've asked this and no one's have ever answered me this what human right has Trump taken away? Right. I, 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 he had four years. What human right did Trump take away? I don't. I I don't. I don't know either. Like, and this is this is very like realistically. I did. I voted against Trump. Like I said. Right. And then my right. wife and I did not even check out politics for three years. We built our businesses. You know. Right. And I fo I just focused on that. And people, tons of people were asking me like about politics and stuff like that at the time. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. You know, right. like the, the right. economy is going good as long as I could fucking own whatever weapon I want to own and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, right. like as long as my rights aren't infringed upon, I don't give a shit. I really don't, you know, because right. um, I am a big believer, like for the most part, it's one big uniparty. You know, like, I mean, uh, us having just Republican Democrat as two choice as our two choices makes it so it's very linear and it's causing it's causing the polarization that that I believe that, you know, elites would want. In that we're fighting amongst ourselves about right. crazy bullshit, right. like, right. like, um, I just I don't know. Like, I even think that he was uh, he was good about transgender stuff. Although the I, I don't the transgender stuff now is so far. Like, I don't understand how transgender people <laughs> like what's going on right now. 
because like it, it just paints them in such a poor. No, I don't. Life. There's a difference between true transgender. There, I, I, I can't. I forget that we're not on TikTok. So like, say what the fuck you want to say. Like that's why we're doing this. That's why it's uncensored. Say uh, what the fuck you want to say. I I think that there are people who, so I I think there are people who would have been in my generation like a butch lesbian. But now yeah. they're, they say they're trans man. No, 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 no. You're just a butch lesbian. And, but right now you're told that it's cool to be a, 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 a trans person. And there's so many people that are regretting these decisions. And I think that it's okay to just be gay. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why it's so, why you have to go to the extreme. And I think my husband had this, I, I, I think this is actually, I think psychologically, this is really interesting. There's so right now there's so many things distracting children like whether you can say video games you can say like my son right now when I left was doing the virtual reality there's so many things that kids are not allowed to be bored and his philosophy is when you find out who your true self is is when you're bored so my husband played college football and when he, he was raised by a single mom when he was bored he went outside and played football by himself he threw the ball up in the air um, there's kids who when they're bored they do puzzles they created things with their hands they read books you find out who you are they're not allowed to be bored so they're constantly inundated with information and things and they're told who they should be they're like oh, this is cool now no this is cool now and they're never finding out who they truly are and right. they're more interested in finding out what's trendy and what's cool and oh that's what i'm going to be now that's what i'm going to be now and and they're so interested in being a label instead of just mm-hmm. who you are and who, yeah. who you think I should be. And I, I think there's going to be so many things later on. I, you know, I haven't seen the, the, you know, what is a woman, but one of the, the clips that I've seen that I find really powerful, that's not actually talked enough about is two things like the Munchausen you know, by proxy. I don't know if you've ever seen right. that. Yeah. Like there's so many people that think it's trendy and cool if their kid is like binary, if they're non-binary, if they're this, if they're that. And so they really push that. But how much money is being made by these psychiatrists, by these psychologists, by pharma, by these surgeons, by making these kids trans? In what in what world do you say, I, I feel like this arm does not belong to me? And they're like, you know what? Let's cut it off. Let's cut that right. arm off. What when do point. we ever, I, I feel like I'm fat. You know what? Let's go with that. Why don't you stop eating? Why don't you, why don't you make yourself sick? Like th- we are doing so much damage in their children. It's one thing if you're 18 and up, do whatever you want. That's your decision. But these are children and I have a huge, and that's what bothers me when they say somebody says I'm transphobic. no. Do whatever you want when you're 18. It's your money, whatever. But when they're children and you're 10, 11 years old and you're doing puberty blockers and you're doing surgery and taking part it's of your abuse. body off, that, that's child abuse. 100%. It's abuse. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's my big thing about it. Uh, the, so you have to be 18 to vote, but you can be six years old and say you want your gender t- changed. I'm sorry, but that's abuse. Like You have to be 18 to but, smoke a cigarette. To drink it, you'd be 21 in some states. To to buy a gun, because you're not cognitive, you don't know what you're doing. Right. Or to have sex, right? With an 18-year-old, yeah. you have to be, but you could decide what gender you are, and you can cut off appendages. Well, that's another thing, too. Like, that, like the generalized normalization of this thing, like this map thing. You know what I mean? Like, a uh, uh, minor attractive person. Mm-mm. Like, Mm-mm. We, we should just have a humongous sale on wood chippers. Because I that's thought the, that once it came to the children, that's when people would be like, okay, okay, we got to stop. You know, like I thought yeah, once it came to that's, children. That's what my wife and I both thought too. Like when they started talking about children, like 
now these people are, are going to have had enough. Exactly. Nope. Exactly. Uh, like to a great degree, they're just like, no, let's roll in with this. Yeah. The kids can do like, I will tell you this right now. <laughs> um, my, my son is, my son's now an adult, you know, he, he actually works for us uh, and he's great. I mean, I'm very lucky because he's in his early twenties, but he is, we taught him to be uh, critical thinker. Mm-hmm. Like, critical thinking has always been big in my, big, big in our house because uh, I, again, didn't, I, like, even though I voted certain ways, I always consider myself kind of middle of the road and mm-hmm. independent. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time we've declared is because you have, you can't, in a lot of places you can't vote in the primaries unless That's you declare. That's exactly right. Right. Um, which is stupid as fuck. I agree. Uh, you know, I mean, but, uh, the, and I've, I'm an atheist, so I've, you know, I've studied just about every religion, those sorts of things. Right. You know, and I love having conversations and talking about stuff, you know? And uh, he, that's that's gone on with him. But I can tell you this, if my, he came home when he was like eight years old and told me, hey, my teacher today told me about his, you know, about being gay and everything like that, I would have gone to that school and beaten that motherfucker to the ground. Like, I mean, like it, it would not have been a question. Uh, I come from a different time. I think I don't know how old you are, but I'm definitely Generation X. I was born in the early 70s. Um, I was born in 74. Yeah, I was born. I'm just a few years older than you. Uh, I, I, I to, like a lot of people. Like progress is important, but I miss a way a lot of this shit was handled. We live in a society right now <laughs> where if you wanted to talk shit to somebody, you needed to be in person, and uh, and there was a very high likelihood that you would get punched in the fucking face. Right. I, I, right. I, I think if that, I think if that was, that I don't know how more, to stop this this animal though. I don't know how do we like. So, so it's one thing to do adult to adult, which I totally agree with you. Like I, Mm. these trolls, it's one thing, right. Where it's trolls that we can't see. We don't know. Even they don't even have their own profile picture. Right. It's, I have so much more. Listen, I might disagree with you, but when somebody at least has their own profile picture and, or it's a video, like I at least have some respect that you're using your own face and your own voice. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. hundred percent. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Like I, I, I believe in power. I believe in freedom of speech, even if it's speech, I don't, I don't agree with, but like when did you ever watch Yellowstone? Uh, I have not. Okay, so there's actually. this one character named Beth. I think you'd like it. She, she There's this one lady that she kind of goes back and forth with. And the lady's like, I don't want trouble. And she's like, oh, no, you want trouble. You just don't want pushback. And I, like I really that. like that because there's this lady in town that hates me. And I want to have a conversation with her. And she said, she doesn't want to have a conversation with me in person. I'm like, oh, so you just want to troll. You just want to say awful things about me on Facebook. But now that I want to have an in-person conversation with me, you don't want to have that. So you want trouble. You just don't want any pushback. These, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, but I don't know how to get that animal. I don't know how to fight that animal. I don't know how to like, it's out there. I don't think we can do anything about it. I don't know how, I, I agree with you. If we had, you know, we talk about like the gun violence in Uvalde, like, Back in my day, there was literally gun racks in cars in school parking lots, and wow. we didn't get our gun. When we had a problem with somebody, we didn't go get our gun. You literally wow. talked to them face to face, and sometimes you had fist to cuffs, and mm-hmm. that's how you solved your problems. You didn't go right. online or go get your gun, and so I, I talk about. And somebody goes, "Well, what we really need to talk about is is um, what we really talk about is mental illness." What I, and somebody said this, and I'm like, "This is genius." No, 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 no. We need to talk about why is there so much mental illness? Why the root cause is not mental illness. The root cause is why is there so much? Why are we having all these problems? That yeah. that's the problem. You can't just say mental illness, okay? Why? But why is there so many more problems now 
than there was 40 years ago? Why are we Completely branding agree. everything mental illness? Why are there so many people on medication? What's going on? Like, that's what we need to talk about. To a great degree, I think how we eat and the pharmaceutical industry drives people crazy. Uh, like the, the food pyramid is a gift to certain industries mm. and it is definitely designed to make people sick and ill. Like 11, 11 servings of grains in a day is, is, is what this is suggested on, on the food pyramid. That's insane, uh, especially because grains are considered – we have ultra-processed carbohydrates – which in, in fact does create inflammation, everything like that. Inflammation leads to a, inflammation leads to a slew of heart issues. Um, antidepressant medications, I don't know if you've been to a therapist lately, but unless you find a good one, they'll send you home with a free sample of, of an antidepressant. And, that's um, and not, one of the, a lot of the uh, side effects are suicidal thoughts. Yeah. Like, suicidal ideation, you know, like no <laughs> shit. Uh, and I, I just, I, I don't think people were actually coached to try to deal with their issues. Instead, right. they're told it's not their fault. And here, take this pill. There's a chemical imbalance. You need to just, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, word, I, I'm going to send you a video because I want your, I, I'm not going to say this correctly, but maybe you'll be able to take off on this when I ask this question. There was a gentleman at first, I'm glad I continued to watch it because at first I was like, I disagree with you. He was talking to somebody about trans and how he feels sorry for them. And we need to, re and they were like, what? Because he thinks that this has been something that's going on for decades that we've been starting, like it's been basically what we're, it's environmental and what we've been putting into our bodies. Like, for example, you know, women getting on their periods used to get it when they were 15, 14, 13, and now girls are getting their periods when they're nine because of stuff mm -hmm. that's in our food and things yep. that are environmental, like what we've allowed to be put in, what we're allowing in our bodies. And like, again, it could be something to do with not just the food pyramid, but what the ingredients, right? What we're allowing. Absolutely. There's a lot, a lot in the ingredients. There's also the fact that kids don't play anymore. Kids, 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 like young, young, young boys, especially. And here's like young boys. No, I don't need to be a biologist. It has a penis and balls. It's a boy. Uh, you know, like, what the fuck? Uh, but we even having uh, that conversation that we have to ask. I was them. like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, being a, and, and don't get me wrong. I have nothing. If you want to declare that you're trans, that's fine. But there, let's, let's recognize that there's a difference. Us I love it when trans people, when you talk about there's trans and then there's a new generation trans, I appreciate when a trans person says, I identify as a woman. I'll never be a woman. I identify as a man, but I'll never be a man. I respect and appreciate that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too, 100. But um, the average testosterone level of the of an 18 year old male or a 21 year old male or something like that—I can't remember the exact number—is that of what a 70 year old had 20 years ago. Right. They're talking about how like the sperm levels are—it's like crazy how low they are compared, and like, yeah. how it's like just declining like crazy. Yeah. I mean, uh, we, we talk about overpopulation a lot and the depopulation of America or of the world has really started, like, like you said, probably 20 years ago as these children, as, as the processed food industry came about, it's unhealthy. Like processed food, processed food should be viewed as just for pleasure. It should not be a staple in your diet. But when then you consider just environmentally what we put in the water, the fact that we, uh, we have a majority sedentary society, especially our kids nowadays, kids don't go outside and play. Uh, kids aren't in the sun, kids, you know, sunlight being, you know, stimulus to the body, like helps, helps improve hormone levels. Um, most young men, like, like th that's why the whole toxically masculine thing came about because I always, I always say this, like the, 
people people look at something that, that they that, that they know they either can't be or that they feel that they can't be and then they label it toxic or something mm. like that like it mm-hmm. happens a lot like mm-hmm. like i mean there's certain like there's 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 gender roles like if you look at me and look at my wife like one was obviously meant to be a nurturing person that is uh uh that is just you know she, she bored life. She, she looks feminine, but she is in shape uh, in the lower body fat percentage for a woman uh, and athletic, you know, I look like I'm a fucking warrior. Like, I mean, like, I mean, it, I, I like the camera angle right now is like, a, you know, up above my head, but I look like I'm, I should be fighting wars. No, I've because, seen you in your car with your little tank top. I'm yeah, like, your boobs are because, bigger than mine. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because, because I, I, you know, the male of our species, and if you ask me, is not meant to nurture. The male of our species is meant to die in the protection of the family unit if necessary. Um, and I, I 100% believe that. And I would do, and that's how I would live. Like I, mm-hmm. I talk about it often. If my son would need a heart transplant, I'd give him mine. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just don't understand like how we've gotten so far away from that, where we all of a sudden label this toxic. But like I am about to be 51 years old here soon, and the I'm a little bigger like muscular wise than my dad was when, when he was my age, but not much. My dad mm-hmm. had a physical job. He built bridges and everything like that. And mine is pretty much because I watched my nutrition better than my dad did then, you know, but we still ate when he was my age, we still ate mostly meat, veggies, you know, very little, very little right. processed carbohydrates right. and stuff like that. And he had a very physical job and he is still his shoulders. I, I, I wear a 50 regular jacket. His shoulders are still wider than mine. And he's in going to, he's in his late seventies, you know, like he is what, you know, he reminds me of what men were when I grew up, you know, and he provided yeah. a good example. My, my son likes fitness too. My son's a big man, but that's because of what, the things my wife and I instilled upon him. Mm-hmm. But then I see some of my son's friends and I am just like, uh, what the fuck? You know, like, like <laughs> this, this, this person is, is meek, right. you know, like right. complete meekness. The only the the toughest one of his friends he has two friends that I, that I think that I think are like one is like a little older he's like 30 35 just they've been friends for a long time uh, once he became an adult and he's kind of like a works with his hands does labor looks like a man smaller frame than me but looks like a man right yeah. and the other one of his friends is gay married to a man and manly and hates the fucking the hates pride parades hates everything like that not that I have anything against pride parades I just don't like, I mean, but he doesn't like the flamboyance of it at right. all. He's a, right. he's a man, you right. know, like he, he's a manly man. I just don't understand like the labeling of even gay people to the point where like you have to be effeminate to a certain right. degree. Like right. when, you know, when it, when in fact that means like we, we are in such a weird generation, but if you look at today's generation, I can understand why some of these boys, adult boys is what they look like like identify would be, could be convinced to identify as either non-binary or as women, because frankly, they're not very manly. manly. Right. 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 Yeah. So I'm going, so one of my best friends, Brian, him and my husband and I, and then him and his husband are going to Vegas in the next couple of weeks. We've been friends for over 25 years. And he, when you look at him, doesn't look gay. His husband doesn't look gay. Um, we go there every, we go, they live in Texas. We go there once a year and we do Sunday fun day. And I would say nine out of 10 times, all their friends don't look gay. Like the, it is interesting. You're right. It's, it's very interesting. You look at this younger generation. It is the demasculating. Like I don't, you're that's, I've not thought of that. 
the new generation looks a lot more feminine gay yeah. than the older generation gay. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. There, there are some, like my friend Rob was very flamboyant and he looked very feminine, but it was rare. They, that, yeah, that's very interesting. And when you look at it, like, I mean, there's, I should not be anomal- an anomaly, but like, I mean, I, I've, I'm 185, right. I'm 185 pounds. I work, I've worked out every day for, damn near 37 fucking years, you know, yeah. I should not be an anomaly, but yet in society, I'm very anomalous. Like, I don't know many, like many men my age that are my size, that are my, my athleticism, that sort of thing. And I'm, I'm genetically, I'm a gifted athlete genetically, but still like, it's just a matter of it's my lifestyle. I work out every day. I love it. You know, it's what I grew up on. Most of these, most of these kids have very low muscle mass. Even the ones that are at a healthy weight have very low musculature to them. They don't actually give themselves any stimulus and going outside and playing is not a thing. Like when in our generation, that's all you fucking have. Right. (laughs) You know, like, you know, what's really interesting is next door to my office is a boxing gym. And I would say, and I'm, this is not an exaggeration. I would say 95% of the people that belong to that gym are female. Isn't yeah. that oh, interesting? Women, women, it's a women boxing way, gym. It's a boxing yeah. gym. 95% women are, of them are female. Women are way more, uh, way more, uh, not masculine, but women are, women are way, are way more, uh, way, way stronger than, 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 than men. Uh, men, men of today's generation are in fact pussies. They're, 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 <laughs> they're, they're weak, they're weak, frail people. Whereas women, <laughs> they, they are, for the most part, I mean, they are. But I would Women. never want to be what woman. This is what I don't understand. My husband and I have talked about this. Like my my boys are very so they're their dad's six foot five. He's, yeah. he's probably he's like he, he's like two seventy big boy. Both my boys are over six foot three. One's probably going to play college football. Like they're big boys and they love manual labor. They love feeling like they they because it makes them feel stronger. So they love like like bailing hay and like doing stuff for like physical labor for jobs. And that makes them feel good. But I, as a, as a woman, as a straight woman, I, I would want a manly man. Like, why would I, I wouldn't want a feminine man or a weak man. Like, wh- why would a woman want a, I don't understand it. Like I, why would, I don't get it. Maybe. And, and like, then, then it gets into a whole different like aspect of what is considered trendy, you know, like, uh, know, but why would a weak man be trendy? Like that's ew. Because here, here's, here, here's why, here's why. Because they, because society has been fed this bill of goods that men that look like me are in fact toxic. Oh, gotcha! Like they're, they're more caring and loving. Like my mm-hmm. husband is one of the nicest, sweetest. He was raised by a mom. Like he's he's a big guy and he's tough, but he's. Oh, okay. Meanwhile, any, any anybody in my audience knows that like I like my my entire world revolves around my wife and my son. Like my, yeah. like 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 like, like, like my wife, my son, and my wife, my son, and loyal to my friends. Like. If I if I'm the vision of toxic masculinity, I I've yet to understand why people don't like think it's harsh. Like even if you don't like the words I say, at least I'm honest right. with you. Right. You know, and I just I think that's such another thing too. Like we we live in a, a time of uh, polite lies to protect people's feelings. Right. Like right. people, you know, if you call somebody fat, you're fat phobic. It's not right. if you if you say hey maybe you should lose weight. Uh, there's a problem with you. You you've got internalized fat phobia <laughs> instead of like hey I just want to see you die of diabetes. Right. I was in the healthcare industry. Right. I, I mean having your legs chopped off when you're 30 definitely, right. definitely affects your life, you know? Right. So it's just, it's this weird societal thing that I think that people are, uh, it's just a weakening of society on purpose, a frail, weak society that consumes a lot of pharma, food, 
and things right. like that makes a lot of rich people and right. is very compliant. Right, right. You know? So I have two things that I wrote down that I want to talk to you about. One, you had stitched a video of mine or duetted it and it got taken down. I've had, I've had two videos taken down in my last account and I thought it was such a weird video of all my videos get taken down. It was the one where I talk about hypocrisies on the Democratic side. And I'm like, yep. how would this one get taken down where I talked about, you talk about my body, my choice when it comes to abortion, but then you're fine with vaccine mandates. And it literally... Mm -hmm. There was nothing. I don't even know what guideline that would have violated, honestly. Like I, right. I, I, I don't even. I, I wish that I, I. The only thing that bothers me about. I get it. It's their own business, right? TikTok is like they could do whatever the the fuck they want. But I would like to like. Can you explain to me? Just explain to me what guideline. I, I would. I just wish that they would mm -hmm. have to explain to me what guideline it violated. Like that really pisses me off that they can just blanket statement it violated a guideline. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've experienced that on every type of social media. I actually had a channel on YouTube called In My Opinion, of course, because it's one of my catchphrases. Uh, that's where I started talking about politics and stuff like that. It got deleted. It got deleted because I shared a video. Like, it's not even wasn't deleted for copyright. It was deleted for speaking out against the World Health Organization by uh, publishing the words of a doctor. His name is Dr. John Ioannidis. And he, in early April of 2020, came out and said, this is probably, the, the COVID probably has uh, an infection fatality rate similar to that of the seasonal flu. And he ran a study on it to show, uh, they tested for, uh, then it was called, uh, like, it was like serum antibodies to see how many people had already had it mm. and, had, uh, and had immunity to it, right? And um, it showed that the caseload was probably 50 times what we'd actually were, were testing for, which means you have to adjust the infection fatality rate from being 1% down to about, probably about 0 0.15, 0 0.2. Uh, and they they did all the math and everything like that. And he released the study and I talked about it and they deleted the channel. Uh, they, they just, they deleted the channel on YouTube for it, for breaking, for going against World Health Organization recommendations, right? Now, about two months later, since it was a peer-reviewed study about uh, COVID, that very study ended up on the World Health Organization website. So I had a whole like 60,000 subscriber channel on YouTube deleted for something that was on the World Health Organization right, website right. for speaking out against it. Like I've had, I've been stricken down before for um, sharing uh, CDC data right from the CDC webpage. Right. right same here. The, I'm like, I yeah. literally, it was screenshots of the CDC, like their website. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is an article right now that I, and I, this is like why I wanted to have this, this type of conversation and mm -hmm. start putting stuff up on Spotify. There's an article right now that's on the Spotify channel on Alan Roberts Uncensored, where I read from the article live. It's on the NIH website, which is the National Institute of Health. That's Fauci's fucking bullshit, where it says how COVID is bullshit. Like everything we've done is bullshit. It's endangering human lives. The vaccine's not safe. All those things, you know, uh, and it's on NIH website. It should be it should be the number one news topic, you know. It's it, and mainstream media has not touched it. Uh, not only has mainstream media not touched it, but to a certain degree, I have no, I have yet to see a politician talk about it. You know what I mean? And that goes to show me that who we have, like who we who we have now, we should get rid of almost everybody right. on both sides. Right. You know, because uh, for any any anybody that I, we should definitely get rid of anybody that's talking about gun control. That's for sure, because it's a, a right, you know, like it absolutely so, is. And what was the other thing you had? 
Okay, so I know we have, we're short on time, and I, I don't know if you're going to be able to answer this shortly. But so my husband also leans libertarian. But the one problem I have with libertarian, because people say that, oh, you sound like a libertarian, and I, just, I don't, I don't say I'm anything. I'm, I usually say I'm an independent who leans right. Yeah, that's what is I don't the say. Yeah, the the problem I have with libertarian is you assume everybody's going to like be responsible, <laughs> and they like they aren't though they're a bunch of asshats like look look at the look at the people on the look, how can you think like there's look at the democrats look how crazy look how some of the extreme ones that are like you're a bigot you're a racist you're a homophobe you're a transphobic how are we going to get a how can we all get along when you have people like that how can we all uh, we're not right. we're absolutely not i mean like and i and i don't know libertarians necessarily think that way uh because like i think the newer libertarian party uh, and I'm, I still claim independent, even though I'm definitely leaning way more libertarian. But I think the, the new libertarian party, you know, be personally responsible or you're going to be held responsible. Like if we made it so everybody was responsible for themselves, I do believe that like people would be responsible whether they wanted to or not. I for agree instance, with that part. I agree yeah. that, listen, if you want to smoke meth and you want to do that, then, then then you're responsible for your actions. Like I agree with that. But like I just feel like there's so many people... I, just, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's a utopian society where. No, it's absolutely not. In fact, it probably would be a little bit more like a, for a while, it would probably be a little bit more dangerous of a society. Right. Because it, then you, people won't be taking care of you then. Like yeah. they won't be, and, there won't and, be and, hand ups or handouts. And to a great degree, there are you know, people that have lifestyled themselves into a very serious chronic illness would have a very hard time. Because one of the things that I completely agree, I even made a video earlier today. I don't understand why we all share in the burden of people that like chronically and systemically over a long period of time, fuck their life up by eating too much, drinking too much, smoking too much or doing drugs. And they're on disability. Not only are they on disability, but people don't understand this. $2.6 billion or excuse me, $2.6 trillion a year is what we have in shared healthcare costs from lifestyle driven chronic illness in America. 2.6 trillion. That's also $2.6 trillion in revenue for pharma and healthcare. Okay. Right. Like that's what people need to understand. And $2.6 trillion from is shared amongst all of us in these costs when it comes to when they decided uh, to do that, yeah, higher insurance rates, but also um, the largest payer of healthcare expenditures in the country. We already have socialized medicine. It's Medicare, Medicaid is the largest people. Now mm -hmm. I'm not saying that we shouldn't take care of people and help like, especially elderly people survive and stuff like that, because I do believe in some social networks and social, social uh, support systems. However, I believe you void that when you purposely or not purposely, but when you uh, irresponsibly eat yourself into illness, I, 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 you know, it is already massive privilege to be able to consume enough calories in such a way that you are going to eat yourself into obesity or be able to function in life where you can then drink yourself into illness or do drugs into illness. Society supporting these things is not making it any better. Our increased rates of heart disease, obesity, drug overdoses, everything like that, by us supporting these things in this way, instead of holding people responsible for their actions, uh, I believe is leading to more illness, more uh, addiction, everything like that. You know, if people all of a sudden were told, hey, if you eat yourself into, into chronic illness, you're paying for all the hospital bills out of your own pocket. Right. Holy right. shit. Like, right. what are people going to do? Then, that, then it's a choice of they can't even afford the food to get. Them. Right. I completely or, or, agree. Can you watch that? those shows? Can you watch that? My 500 pounds, whatever those, I don't even know what the names of them are. My I, used to do reviews, I used to do reviews on them. And I'm actually friends with a few people that were on um, my two-ton family. Mm. Uh, but I, I haven't watched in a long time. It's a weird thing. I, I actually was doing review, like video reviews on mm -hmm. my two-ton family. And the 
producers of the show reached out to me and wanted to do a show, like wanted me to do a show. Um, and it would have been a big boom to me, uh, to us, obviously, cause you'd be on TV, we'd be on TV. Right. Um, but, uh, the second I told them I would want complete autonomy with how I train people, cause I wouldn't want it to be for just for ratings. I would want to actually help people and guide them on along. They never sent me another message back. Like, and they were, they reached out to us. We're very interested. Uh, but I can't, I can't really watch them cause I know they're a little fake too. Like they're very, very yeah. scripted. Uh, they refilm a lot of stuff and you know. I, I really can't. And I don't like watching. I really don't like watching people abuse themselves, which is right. I mean, people can say what they want. When you eat like that, you're it's it's self-hatred. Oh, it's hard like, to there, watch. There's, there's something. Yeah, there's something going on. It's a, I mean, to me, it would be the same thing as watching somebody, you know, watching the town drunk drink himself to death. Right. I just I, right. I don't think that. But I do think I understand what you're saying, that people would be held more accountable. I do think people should be accountable to their like to what they say and what they do and everything like that. I don't think words should be illegal. I think freedom of speech should be, you know, if you don't like it, don't listen. But you know, even, even when somebody's, as long as you're not saying, I want people to go hurt this person, that, right. that, that, that to me, that's dangerous. You know, right. and maybe you're inciting while, hate and violence. You're, yeah. you're inciting violence, but mm -hmm. to say, to say like, I, I don't believe that, you know, to, to say like, you know, a, a, a trans woman is not a woman. A trans woman is a trans woman. That's not right. hate speech, right? You know, like, and I, and it should be able to be said just as well as any anybody else saying anything else anywhere, right? Um, I believe that I believe that not only should we like if you if you are free to be in society, like if we have deemed you safe enough to be out in society, you should be allowed to own a weapon and vote. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like I, I believe that our incarceration system is set up incredibly wrong and for profit, and it completely disenfranchises people that supposedly have paid their debt to society. Like if we if, say somebody does something heinous and actually takes somebody else's life and we send them to jail for what we deem is the time that they can be, uh, that they can be um, uh, rehabilitated in and we let them back out into society, they should be a fully, a full functioning citizen of the United States. They should be able to own a weapon. They should be able to have privacy. They should be able to, you know, blah, blah, blah. They should be able to do all these things. I think that we disenfranchise a huge number of people and it is a political tool to have somebody arrested on a felony charge to then make sure that they are disenfranchised. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it is actually a tool that the Democrats have used for a long time against black people. People don't understand that, but like the crime bill that Biden himself wrote disenfranchised hundreds of thousands of black people. Right. Um, right. But I also believe that owning a weapon should be seen as a civilian's duty. Uh, I like everybody should have be firearm trained. Like everybody should like, we would need to spend much less on military spending if we all, owned, knew how to use and clean and maintain weapons, we would need less police force. I mean, it's proven in almost every area that has very serious gun laws. They're like war zones. Chicago is a fucking war zone, you know? But if we all had this, we would need less military because we have the largest standing standing army in the world being the American people if everybody mm -hmm. owned a weapon, mm -hmm. you know? And I do find it kind of crazy that like, you know, in areas where it's stand your ground and people people know that everybody carries... There's a lot less fucking violence. <laughs> it's so black and white to me, right? That is yeah. so like, I those people are like, we shouldn't have like, I love when those celebrities that I was going to do when it, before that video got taken down, I was going to do another, like a part two of the hypocrisy. Like these celebrities saying that we should have like stricter gun laws or we shouldn't have guns at all. And I'm like, you're saying this while you have security that protect you with guns. Like, mm -hmm. do you, how do you not see like Kim Kardashian was talking about, we should have gun-free um, schools. And I'm like, your kid goes to a, a school that has a security guard with a gun. Like, I don't, yeah. how do you not, 
again, it's the, you know, rules for the, not for me, which we said before with the whole, you know, COVID stuff, but I don't under, like I, even when I was a huge Democrat, I still believed in a second amendment. I, yeah. I fully believe that that was a right that everybody should have. Uh, I just never had a gun because I was never raised around them and never felt like I, I didn't feel safe around them because I didn't know how to use one. So I certainly shouldn't right. have them now throughout this whole the pandemic and the political climate, I've gotten a lot more educated with them. I've gone to a shooting range. My son has been around them a lot more. And now we're going to have guns in our home. And I'm going to do a conceal and carry for a lot of reasons. One, because I have some crazy nut after me now. And also because I'm a realtor and I see a lot of people that I don't know. So I'm going to do, yeah. you know, I'm going to carry. So, but I have to educate myself because I don't, I've not been around them. So I want to feel safe around them so I can use them without, because I don't think I should have them unless I feel comfortable using it. And, and, I completely and, agree with that because it's yeah. gun safety 101. I absolutely, absolutely agree with that. Absolutely. But I, I like what people don't understand is what I think we need to get back to. Any gun law is unconstitutional. Like shall not be in front. Like no law should step in front of the Constitution. And that's where I that's why I, I lean more libertarian and even farther more constitutionalist than libertarian. Where like freedom of speech is freedom of speech. If, if you're if, if you are campaigning on uh, suppression of, of any constitutional right, not only should we not elect you. But if you are elected, we should look at you for treason. Mm. Like you, these politicians take an oath to the Constitution to support to, to the to the American people to support the Constitution, which the Constitution does not give us rights. The Constitution outlines the rights we are born with. Right. You know? Right. And as people, and I think all people in the world are born with these rights. To tell you the truth, like I, I, I really believe it's not just Americans. I believe that everybody. I believe that America is the last bastion of freedom, and it is dissipating from us. I do. Believe, I, I personally believe that. At some point in time, like the, what you're talking about is like we're so we're so diverse in nature and we're, we're 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 so dichotomous. Like there's people that believe that everybody nobody should own a gun and all children should be spoken to about sex when they're, when they're like four. Um, right. There's other people that are like, don't you dare talk to my kid about sex and I right. have guns and don't right. try to take them. Uh, right. These 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 two these two these two entities are going to have a very hard time existing. Okay, so uh, here, but here's, I know we could talk forever, but like, here's what I don't understand. Again, I was a Democrat, but I always believed in guns. Owning a gun is one of the most amenable, like, American rights. How can you live in America and want your guns taken away? I'm like, this is, then don't live here. Like, I don't, this is literally one of the most, I like, agree. It's one of the most American things ever. And if you're, if you don't like that, then I, either you need to like shut up or don't live here. Like, and I know that sounds like super crass, but, and again, this is, comes from somebody who doesn't own a gun yet, but like I have understood as an American, that is like one of the most American that's, I don't even understand why people are upset with it. Like, I don't under, I, I, well, I, I can, I can, I can tell you that I agree a hundred percent. If you don't like it, don't live here. And if and nobody says you have to own a gun, I personally right. think that you should have to, I personally think that people should have to, like, I mean, I really do, but nobody says you have to own right. one. Nobody says you have to do any of these things. But to think that other people shouldn't have those rights, it comes along the line. I I, I have another video on TikTok that, that went decently viral until they 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 did the thing where they put it up for community strike violation, and then I appealed it, and it immediately got put back up. But it obviously kills the momentum of it. Hmm. Where uh, we live in a constitutional republic, we're not a democracy, and they keep mm -hmm. calling it a democracy. Right. And democracy right. democracy is mob rule. And then when you add to that, like I even still go by the fact that if they really allowed everybody's voice to have free speech, people would realize very quickly that the people that are like, take away everybody's rights and blah, blah, blah. That's a very small fringe minority that is being magnified by mainstream media, social media, and that sort of thing, that a vast majority of the population is, leave me the fuck alone. 
Right. You know, like it really is. I mean, and isn't like the government's said, go ahead? Well, no, no, go ahead. Finish. I mean, isn't the government's job mainly is to protect our rights? And I Absolutely. feel like that's we need to have a convention me, of the states. Right. Like to me, and that, and so that's why I find it really strange with where we're at right now. Because I feel like for the last two years, what they've been doing is taking away our rights. And so, yeah. I mean, that's to me, that again, going or a continuous circle is like the black and white. Like you've yeah. for the last few years been taking away our rights. And then your job is not, and going back to kind of what we said throughout this whole thing, your job is for me, the government's job is not to keep me safe. That's that's right. my job. Your job that's is fine. not whether it's safe for the, you know, like whether it's healthy, safe, or whether it's like my home is safe, like your job is to keep my, my, my rights and I, everything else is like my job. And it's just, it just pisses me off that the government, people think it's the government's job to keep you safe or to keep you healthy. No, it's not. I'm not going to trust that. Why would I trust the government to do that anyway? Why do you think the government, you think, you think you, you trust the government? Like, I, I don't know it, why it, people put so much faith in their government. Because they have no faith in themselves. You know what? My that, that, husband said that. He goes, because then they can give up responsibility for their own lives. Yeah. Because then they, can't, yeah, they can be like, well, I, I give it, you know, I did what they told me to do. You know, they have no faith in themselves. Right. right. But I, I do I want to say this. One, I would love to have you back on. Because yeah, I, I, th- I, I, I think it's an absolutely interesting out, uh, uh, outlook that you have. Uh, so offline, we'll talk again about uh, about yeah. setting, setting another date and having another conversation. Yeah. And please tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, TikTok, Partiologic. Um, I, I most of my stuff goes there. I probably do need a little bit more, but I feel like if I go on everything, I'll have no time to myself and my family. But uh, definitely Partiologic. Uh, I think it's party here to stay now because I've had to change it, but on TikTok. And, uh... <laughs> <I know that's laughs> if you type in party, party of logic, it'll show up somewhere on TikTok. Yeah, it does. It does. That's how, that's how I found you again. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to thank you very much. It was a great time having yeah, you. Thanks, and Alan. to everybody, to everybody that's watching this first episode, please stay tuned. I have some other interviews lined up for the rest of the week too, to talk about different topics, not just this. I'm sure we'll talk more about government and everything like that. But again, thank you very, very much. It was a pleasure meeting you. And we yeah, definitely pleasure. Have to yeah, soon. it's nice okay. to actually talk to you. I see you on TikTok, but actually to have a conversation is cool. Absolutely. Thank you much. And we'll talk soon. Okay. All right. Bye. All right. Bye everybody.